Welcome back to the I Am Symposium. And this is the winter solstice for some and the summer solstice for others. And I'm with one of my favorite people today, Itzhak Berry. He's a leading shamanic teacher, healer, speaker, community activist, and author of three Amazon bestseller books. He received Ambassador for Peace Award from the Universal Peace Federation and the UN. He, We'll talk about, you'll get a sense of what he does and what he doesn't do. And you can read his bio on the I Am Symposium website. But let's just jump right on into this conversation because he just got me on fire with this idea of <laughs> when you have vision, there is no fear. There's no, it all makes better sense, right? That's right. Uh, well, hello to everybody. And thank you, Renee, for having me on, the, on your show. It's wonderful to do that every year. Uh, well, uh, we, we, as we just talked about it, uh, we are in the middle of uh, one of the most pivotal area or eras in human history. Uh, we, are, uh, we are in a new Pachakuti or new Bakhtun or in any way you want to call it. It's a, it's a new beginning of, of time in a way, um, a revolution of consciousness, uh, some people say. And it's about... Um, the return of the feminine energy into our into our social and political life and i think that that is so so important and um, we have to understand that uh, a lot of the awakening that uh, is happening all around the world and people are having visions of of a new possibility of this world uh, is all part of that um, uh, new time or pachakuti or or um, the correction of time space uh, that is happening all around the world now. Um, in the, in the, in the uh, Andes tradition, which is where my teachers come from, uh, they, they talk about it as, the, um, as a correction of time uh, that happened um, after 500 years after the fall of the Inca Atualpa, the, uh, the king of the Andes, uh, of the of the Inca in the Andes, uh, and uh, we are, which began in uh, around 1990, 1993, that area time, uh, and uh, we are really just in the beginning of it. So it's kind of exciting to see <laughs> what's going to uh, to happen. But I think that if we, and that's what I uh, we talked about it earlier, that if we can put, uh, if we can hold that vision together as a new way of looking at what's happening all around us. We, we see that the old regime or the old way of thinking, the, uh, the, eagle, uh, the eagle thinking, the masculine thinking of the West, the corporation, the, the government, the religion, all that is all masculine basis. Uh, they're all collapsing all around us and all around them, and they are really, really trying to hold on to their last gasp of um, their old uh, uh, hold on, on, on their power. 
And what emerges under all of it, which is really beautiful, is the, um, is the contour medicine or the, the heart medicine or the feminine energy that come from South America. Um, and you can see that now all around us uh, where more women are participating in the political process, in the social process, and, and in coming out um, as the force uh, that is going to probably lead us for the next 500 years. Uh, I am looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm terribly disappointed that I'm not going to be here in 500 <laughs> years, but, <laughs> but my grandchildren will be there, and uh, I hope, or their grandchildren, and then I, from that point of view, I'm, I'm very uh, uh, optimistic and, and very happy that all of that um, changes all around us in, in the political arena is happening. Um, because uh, that means that the old way of thinking is dying and a new way of, um, uh, of, of exchange between the two cultures uh, are coming to be, um, which is what they, uh, the, the condor and the eagle prophecy is, that the condor that represent the feminine um, energies of, this, of South America and the eagle that represent the Western technology logical world uh, they will be dancing and, and or flying in the air in this, in in a dance of uh, harmony, and uh, I do hope that um, that that prophecy is is coming to be, and um, it will change our life for our better. And I don't even think, truthfully, we really know what that looks like in terms of. We have an old conception for me of what the feminine really is. And that's based on the masculine model. Yeah. Don't you agree? So we don't even know what this looks like. And the winds always tell me, well, you just opened the doorway for us, but you're not even going to see where that goes. Like you're talking about four or 500, 600, a mm. thousand years from now. Well, you know, you can, you, you can actually start seeing it ha happening right now. Uh, you could see some of, uh, the feminine uh, forces in, let's say, in the in the Congress or in in in, uh, in uh, governments all around the world, uh, that they continue to hold uh, their uh, feminine uh, identity, but they definitely have more strength and more uh, power uh, to uh, to bring new dialogue in in uh, in our society and community. Uh, that is what it is. It's, so it doesn't mean that all women have to, uh, the feminine is not just women. The feminine is the two sides in ourselves. And so it, it might draw more uh, men who are more in touch with the feminine uh, energy. And it might draw more women who might be more in touch with their masculine energy. So it, it's really, it's a global phenomenon, but it's also individual uh, revolution that we, we inside ourselves, we, are, we, are we need to accept that men are not a creature of, uh, of war and technology, but they also have a heart and they also can raise children and love and, and, and hug and cry. And women don't <laughs> need to be the, 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 the person that raised the children alone and, and wait for their husband with their sleepers outside the door. Uh, that, that, they also could be a strong woman who can run a country. 
And these are uh, the, all those stereotypes that for 500 years or for 2,000 years, the religion or male, male uh, uh, rules uh, uh, created, they are collapsing. So, and we are in the middle of it. Um, you know, uh, uh, I was just now in, in, uh, in uh, Sacramento and, and I was talking to uh, this group of people about the, these changes. And I reminded them that uh, there is a, a beautiful um, uh, ceremony that happened in the Brazil Amazon in the Rio Negro area near Manaus. There are two rivers, the Rio Negro, which is a dark river, warm water with a lot of different fish, uh, is merging. The two rivers are merging in one place. It's called the, the meeting of the rivers. Uh, they are, so the cold water of the Amazon and the warm water of the Rio Negro, they are meeting in, in, in Manaus. And it is a very sacred place for the native uh, Brazilian. And because they understand that the two cultures, the, 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 Black, the Black River culture and the Red River culture, they are all meeting in one place, but they don't merge in all at once. They, it takes 50 kilometers for them to merge. So the hot water and the cold water can merge, that the two colors merge, and the, fl the flowers and the plants that they bring with each other uh, uh, merge. So it takes time, and that's where we are now. The, the, the eagle and, and the condor are merging, but it will take time. It will take time for all of us uh, to figure out how we can uh, reconnect with the pieces, the, the pieces that are missing. And, uh, you know, it can't happen in one day, of course. So that's, that's what I'm saying, that we are in that middle of that wind, you know, that, that, that we can't see because we are still in that thing. So most likely, in, if we were going to be here um, in, a, in 100 or 200 years, then a new person, a more balanced society, hopefully, uh, will, will be created and uh, uh, the prophecies of the, of, uh, the South America uh, shamans uh, would come to be. I find that, I, I do a, a Finding Freedom LGBTQ conference um, in Palm Springs and at first when I was given the job, I'm there like, well, what are we going to talk about for more than a minute? And and then what I realized is that this whole, this whole move on gender is part of this fluctuating, this fluctuating river you're talking about where, where people are coming in with these new, these new souls, these new identities that we don't even have words for yet. And so in, in maybe in another 20, 30, 50 years, they won't be needing uh, gender change operations. It will just be that people are going to be more fluid with whatever that is means masculine and whatever that means feminine. But since we don't have that, you know, it's like breaking down the doorway for um, some, some changes that are coming for us. And it's an interesting place to hold space for that because I know when I was younger in my life, I felt way more masculine. And then I came to embrace that masculinity as part of who I was, not as one way or the other. And it's kind of an interesting 
dance because we don't know what we're going to really be like mm -hmm. in the next, you know, 100, 200 years. I, I just wanted to remind you and, and the people who are watching that uh, the whole concept of uh, masculine, feminine, um, and straight, I mean, or straight or gay or bi, bi or all of those uh, labels, it's new. It's not something that was uh, with any of the shamanic societies, indigenous societies before maybe a hundred years. Um, and, and I think that we are actually returning to how sh shamans or shamanic society used to, to uh, treat uh, sexuality, which is the flow. And the flow is, is with everything. So uh, they not either masculine or neither feminine. And there is so many different variety. And then they, you know, they, they, call, they call it in different names, but they all treat each person as a person, not as a label, a walking label. And I think that uh, it, the labels, it's part of the straight society uh, 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 survival too but it, but it's also it came out uh as uh, the gay uh, bisexual uh, community or the queer community they, they 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 love that labels and i think that that's terrible because <laughs> we don't have labels and um i've seen people who were uh decided that they're lesbians and they fell in love with a man and then they live with a man <laughs> and go the other way around i mean there's so many fluidity in nature. And I think that it's very important to remember that shamanic societies all around the world never had that thing at all. Hmm, that's interesting. It's a, it's a good point because, you know, at some point, you know, I've, I've said these labels are just, you know, they, they can really box you in. And, you know, one of the things, even when I was studying Shema, um, going to the Lakota Sweat Lodge up in North America, then I went down to Peru, and that whole, it was, the, that lodge was way more masculine than I experienced in Peru, where, you know, people lead with their hearts, and, <laughs> and, and so it was like, it really split me apart really early in my um, awakening that, you know, that how come I go there and these people are so loving? They have, you know, two potatoes to eat and a, you know, guinea pig running on the floor, and yet they're willing to give me that guinea pig. And, and <laughs> I mean, you know, it just, it was, it was mind boggling. And now, now I see a lot more open heartedness up here, but this fracturing of our old soul is really um, causing some, some turbulence right now. And, and the wind is here to remind us of that. Or, you know, people say, well, it's really windy. What do you make of that? I'm there like, well, it's just the sign of the times we're in that these winds are blowing really strong. And we have to become in relationship to, to those changes. And it's, you know, hold on to your hats. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I think that, um, uh, what attracted me so much to South America is exactly the same thing that you were saying, that uh, they, they, walk, they walk with their heart and they accept you with their heart. Um, and uh, it is so, such a big difference that from the Western or the, the Eagle way of looking at, at, at uh, relationships. So uh, I'm trying to bring that back, you know, like we are all bridges of that culture's 
uh, to bring it back to uh, to the people in the north and the way you you teach workshops, the way you treat your family, your community, you're you know you're teaching with your heart, not so much with your mind. And that is exactly the, the that is exactly the prophecy of the the condor of the eagle. As we as we experience it right now, we bringing that um, open heartness and uh, into um, into a, a, a society that is so labeled, so uh, judgmental um, about everything, and and I think that that's also part of the shamanic healing. You know that in the shamanic healing we don't label um, any kind of disease. We don't say that you are schizophrenic and then you have to keep that label for the rest of your life. You don't say that you are um, whatever because we all look at it as just an imbalance with your energy field or with what's going on with you. And what we're trying to do is not trying to cure a, a specific disease, but bring balance to, to your body. So by, by removing uh, the labels or the labeling, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you are able to uh, open up the, the energy blocks or to, to have the, the wind flow or the, the river flow uh, otherwise, if, if the river blocked, would you have a dam, uh, that dam would always continue to be there and the disease will never go away because the person holds his identity. And the same thing in a gay or, uh, community too. If you hold this label as your identity, you have, don't give yourself a chance to experience the flow of life, the beauty of life. You are holding on to something that is not necessarily you. You is different. You is the soul. You're the, you're the, 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 the beautiful soul that wants to, um, to merge with its life purpose. It's not, it's, you are not that. You're not limited into that little box. Um, and you, uh, I think that that's a mistake that we are, uh, we are trying now to break. Uh, and to have people experiencing the flu- fluidity, the agility, the, the flow, the, I mean, like you said, the wind, um, the, the flow of the river, we are fluid. Mm-hmm. I so agree. And, you know, and which brings me to a question of like, I mean, you're a beautiful example of, of that fluidity. When I see you, I, I, I see somebody who's really a balanced masculine, feminine man. And, so, you know, how do we get more men on board with the ship? Like even, you know, I look at my podcast and, you know, 10,000 people listen to it a week and they say it's like 80% women. Where are, you know, where are the men? Where, are they still holding on to the banks or the, the pillars or, or are they just still not ready to lead with their hearts? Well, you know, it takes time. It is, it's, a revolu- it's a revolution. But, and I, and in some classes, I have 50-50%, and some classes, yes, it's only maybe 3% of the classes is men. So it's, uh, but I think that you see, I, I think you, we see a movement in that, and I think that um, uh, when women or mothers uh, will, will allow men to be uh, also more um, uh, sensitive, not necessarily uh, tell them not to cry or in school. Um, I mean, that's really our education. This is what we need to uh, to do, and we can do that. Uh, we can do that with um, in in ceremonies and rituals in schools. We can 
we can do that more, um, bring younger people into the fold. Uh, we can, a lot of it is happening, a lot of uh, uh, young, younger generations, um, because of that maybe going into the plant medicine uh, industry. Uh, so, but, but they'll, they'll come back and I think, I, I truly believe that there is a, a big yearning for in the, in the masculine uh, society for something that is truly spiritual, truly heart opening, uh, truly a, a place where they can uh, experience the softness without judgment. Um, and I think that, that we, that's, this is the window that uh, we need to open for them. Uh, you know, the feminine is always we're more the uh, nurturing or the intuitive uh, part, the, the moon part, uh, the pachamama, the, ma the mother uh, element. So it's natural for women to be more in that. I mean, women are more developed than men in that way. Um, and I, I do hope that more people will find their balance between that masculine and the feminine. And there's nothing really good about being just uh, the, the masculine uh, uh, forces and, and to be afraid of the, of the feminine. We, we actually see our whole government that is in the United States, they are all trying to be men uh, and they are all, you know, sick babies. So uh, <laughs> that's that's what happened when when you don't have a balance between between the two uh, um, genders or two different energy within ourselves. Right, and and you know uh, we don't have a lot of time for this conversation, but I think I'm gonna have you back on my podcast so we can talk more about this because this is um, all day long we have awesome presenters coming and giving you just a little snippet of of their wisdom and ceremonies and and if you're in new york or actually uh east has been traveling all over the world i'm watching him getting and i'm getting tired sitting on my couch <laughs> seeing all the places he's running to the, um on our website are you giving a gift is there something that if people come over and sign up on your website they get no that's okay uh we can, why not? <laughs> okay, well. Uh, you know, I have a, this uh, beautiful uh, booklet uh, that is, um, uh, teaches people about um, divination or uh, candle reading and the way to read and to diagnose uh, different diseases. Uh, part of the, uh, this is part of my teachings there. And I'll be very happy to uh, send uh, for people who are interested as a bonus. Great. So go, um, if you're registered for this, go over to the imsymposium.com and register because the gift page is for people who have registered. Uh, you can listen to these all day long, but if you want the gifts, you have to register. <laughs> <laughs> and um, any, any last thoughts you'd like to leave? How about leave these men with a thought about joining us in, in, in our circles next year. How is that for a nice new vision? Well, uh, absolutely. Um, I, I call all men to, to go there and experience that. There's no shame in that. There's no, uh, on the contrary, you know, many of, many of uh, the, sh the shamans in, in the South Americans are men. Um, there is a, a revolution now to, to call in women into that mm -hmm. circle again. Uh, so it's the world is upside down, you see. Right. 
so more men have uh, men have this ability um, to to heal, to touch, to love, and I call people to to do that. And I think that one of the things that I maybe want to say is that we have the right hand, which is the right hand of the the masculine energy, and then we have the 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 left hand, which is the the hand of the heart, right, the feminine energy. And we do namaste or we do all of that prayer where we bring the masculine and the feminine together. Mm. And so we cannot pray without being two, the two of us together, the, mas the masculine and the feminine together. And that's, that's where people say namaste. So mm. when you, when, next time when you, you do namaste, think about that. Or when you pray, when you put your, the two hands together, that is where the masculine and the feminine energies are meeting together to create oneness. And we cannot have a, a, a balanced society without uh, oneness of the two. Mm. Well, I would like to say, let's end this with this. We all bring our, our, our feminine and our masculine together. And namaste. Namaste. And uh, in many different traditions, it's different, you know. It could be Shungo, and then it could be Anu, and it could be Aho, and it could be also Namaste. But the, the ancient understood that in order to be healthy and to be uh, in balance, you have to be in balance. The mm -hmm. masculine and the feminine have to be together. Thank you. And just give people your website too, if they want to know more about your work and your um, ventures and keep up with you. <laughs> I don't know if you can keep up with me, but I can't. Keep up. I can't. I'm just telling you right now, you can't yes. keep up with them, but he takes a wonderful group to, in the uh, summer. You know, he's been doing these healing circles in the, in the um, Brazil. No, not Brazil. Um, well, um, I have a two programs that I, I, I do in um, Ecuador, and that's the Andes Summit, which is uh, June 15 to June 23rd, which is about the, the, the summer solstice there. Uh, sorry, the winter, no, the winter solstice there. And, <laughs> and then uh, actually very soon, uh, on uh, December 26, to January 2nd, we have a Yaku Raimi, which is a, a celebration of water in Ecuador on a secluded beach where we're going to do plant medicine and other visionary technique to, to set up a vision for the new year. Uh, and then I take groups to, um, to the jungle of um, Ecuador to, to work with the Sequoia and I work with people, bring people to the Yucatan. Uh, so I, there's, a, there's a lot of things that are happening and you can just uh, look at my website, which is just myname.com. Great. And that will all be in your email and stuff like that. So thank you very much for spending time with us today with your busy schedule. Thank you. <laughs>